Thank you for joining us on our LWCC podcast. Right now, you're going to hear a message from our senior pastor and founder of Living Word, Pastor Ruben Reyna. Let's jump into our word. Thank you, thank you for being in the house. This is your house, and I thank you that you're Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, O God. Bless, bless, bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. I don't know who got saved, you or me. You may be seated. The Lord bless you. Don't want to take too much of your time, but I feel the word is important. So if you get your Bibles, turn them over to the book of Luke, chapter 21. You know me, I don't like long introductions. Let's just get down to the nitty-gritty. In looking at what's going on today with all our politics and everything, I feel like we're living right in the last days where the church is about to take off. So I want you to go with me, 21, verse 25, and I am titling this, Builders and the Obstacles. Builders and the Obstacles. Listen to verse 25. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, upon the earth, distress of nations, with perplexity the sea, and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken, and then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with power and great glory. Now listen to this. And when these things begin to come to pass, look up, Lift up your hands, uh, your heads, right? Hands, okay. For your redemption draweth nigh. Go with me to the book of James, chapter 3, verse 16. And it reads this way, James 3, 16. For where envy and strive is, there is confusion and every evil work. Want to read another Verse out of 1 Corinthians, chapter 4, verse 14. I write not these things to some of of you, but as my beloved sons, I warn you. For though you have 10,000 instructions in Christ, instructors in Christ, yet you have not many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I beseech you, be followers of me. Powerful statements. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be here this morning. I pray that your word will be directed right to our hearts and that you will expose every enemy 
and every power that has come against us. And I pray that you will make us mighty, mighty warriors, that nothing will sway us to the left or to the right, but we will look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. I thank you now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Builders and the obstacles. I want to read again James 3.16. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. How many know what envy is? How many know what strife is? Where people are fighting all the time. So, and confusion. That's one thing that I'm seeing a lot. So, that word confusion means a lot. I don't know if you've ever read what confusion means. But when you read the definition, it will unlock you. And you'll find out that the devil is good at his games. Let me read you the definition of confusion. Bewilderment. Perplexity. Not knowing which way to turn. Being disoriented. Lost of clear thinking, unable to sort out the facts, and to come to a right decision. Let me read it again. Bewildered, perplexity, not knowing which way to turn, being disoriented, lost of clear thinking, unable to sort out the facts, and to come to the right decisions. Say with me, confusion. This is what's in the world right now. Mass confusion. It's not a small confusion, and it's just starting. We're just starting to see just a little bit of that confusion, and yet it's a lot. Can you imagine when everything begins to be exposed? And this is where the, the confusion does a couple of things. It frustrates our will. It frustrates our will. So when you don't know which way to go, it's frustrating to live that way. What's right? What's wrong? In the gospel, this is what Paul was saying. I want you to think clearly that the spirit that is in the world is confusion and it's wiping all of you out. And I want you to know this because I'm concerned about you, is what Paul was saying. And the results of confusion is that you lose your determination. You lose your determination because you're not willing to fight no more because you're so darn confused and you can't come to a decision of standing up for what's right. The demons know exactly how to hit us. Sometimes we get hit and man, we get pretty spun out. We get kind of confused, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We start fighting back and we start identifying, identifying what is bothering us when you identify the spirit of confusion, you can call it by name, get out of the way, get out of my mind, get out of my spirit. And when you're telling me that I'm not going to prosper, I'm not going to succeed, I rebuke you, spirit of confusion, you will not touch my kids, you will not touch my job, you will not touch anything that God has given me. Because that is his main weapon, is giving confusion to stop your determination of going forward. So let me ask you, are you confused? And here, here's the battle, point one. Here's the battle. The battle is over reference points. Over reference points. 
Because the devil's strategy is to destroy the reference points. That's why in the book of Proverbs it says, leave the landmarks that our forefathers have set up and don't remove them. What's happening in the United States, they're starting to remove what we believe. The old reference points that we grew up with. And the enemy is trying to move those reference points or even destroy them. Destroy them. So the devil's strategy is to destroy every single reference point that is in this Bible. The United States has been given to us by God, formed and shaped by God. The Constitution has been anointed by God and the great men that put it together. When you read it, you know that God is involved in all of his words. So they're trying to get rid of the reference points. And when you get rid of the reference points, all of a sudden confusion will set in. You see, the devil determines to have victory when he, when he destroys the reference point. He will have great, great victory when he destroys the reference point. He will attack cultures, society, fellowships, and individuals. The reference point, once it's destroyed, it's easy for the enemy to deceive the people and twist them. And we see a lot of twisted people today. Luke, when I read the book of Luke, it speaks about a master plan in the last days of perplexity. Perplexity means that it's so entangled that you can't get it straight. It's almost like when you have a lot of knots everywhere in your whatever you're doing and, and, or a cable that you're not. It's hard to take all the knots off. But it's worse than that. It's just entanglement completely when God talks about perplexity. Perplexity is being all tangled up. And let me just share with you, you know, this happens way back there. It started in the 80s when Boy George decided to put on a dress. <laughs> because that's exactly what started happening there. The, the reference points are beginning to change. Change. And now we have destroying the reference points from male to female. Tell me if that's not confusing. Where they're grabbing little tiny kids and all of a sudden because they start feeling a little bit like he's a boy, but he starts feeling a little bit like a girl. And, and it's just feelings. So they just say, well, let's take them and let's have them a sex change. That's mass confusion. Because if God made us one way, he wants to keep us the way he made us. <clears throat> so now, I even spoke this way back in the 80s where it said, it's come, a time is coming where they're going to have sex change. And it's, we're here now. We're here now. Just because of a feeling. And now we're going to have a generation 30 years from now and we're still on the earth. We're going to have a devastation with mental illness because they've been messed up. And a lot of the kids want to come back to normal and they can't come back to normal now because they're too far gone. So then there's the other problem of confusion that you could do, could do whatever you want to. If you're, a, if you're married, then you can commit adultery and you could do fornication whenever you want to because now everything is moved. Well, it's getting holy in this place. So we've had 
high people that were influencing our kids. And, you know, it even influenced all of us. Uh, it, it messed us up. Thank God we were born again at the time. But when, when Mr. Michael Jackson came out with his white glove and started doing the moonwalk and all of you started doing it, You didn't, know, you didn't even know what was going on. The reference points were being changed because people started doing weird things with kids. And it destroyed the reference point of what the gospel and what our constitution is all about. Then we have, some of you maybe were Jehovah Witnesses. I know that they always try to get me to be a Jehovah Witness. But I, I could never go that God was just floating on the earth. And it was just a religion, just by symbols alone, but there was no power in it. I grew up as a Catholic, and thank God, I mean, you know, I grew up there. Thank God for that. At least it waved me over into Jesus, but I didn't have no power. It was just religion. The reference points were totally moved to a religion instead of to, to the Holy Ghost and his power, so it was moved. So God is not an energy that's just floating on the earth. God wants to live inside of us. Inside of us. He wants to fill us with the Holy Ghost and fire and baptism of the Holy Spirit. So once something is removed, it's so easily for the enemy to come in and confuse you. And then all of a sudden you think you're right when you're wrong. Or you're right and they're trying to make you believe something that's wrong. Let me tell you something. This Bible, this Bible will keep you away from evil. Yes, this Bible will give you a fresh mind. This Bible will restore your whole family. This mind will put your foundation back where it belongs because you're supposed to be a builder. And the hindrance are when people are weak and don't know their Bible, they don't know the difference. The more you eat of this Bible, the more alert you will be. There you will be. <clears throat> so God makes it clear that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes to confuse you. How many of you have ever felt confused at times? And even as believers, I've felt the spirit of confusion come on me on times and tell me, you know what, you're in the wrong place at the, right, uh, at the wrong time and all this stuff. And I got to fast and pray and say, devil, I command you in the name of Jesus. You're not going to take my mind. You're not going to take my soul. I'm going to live for Jesus whether you like it or not. My determination and through the word, knowing the truth, the truth has set me free. But uh, here's the thing. You got to use your power against these wicked ways because they're wicked. They're not... They're not just little things, they're wickedness. You're dealing with supernatural things that if you didn't have the Holy Spirit, you would be destroyed right now. You wouldn't even be sitting here today. So when you remove all the reference points, the enemy moves in right away with confusion, right or wrong. You're in the middle, you just don't know. But when you're a strong believer, you will stand in the word of God. Look at our abortion today. I thank God I've got all my kids. Stella paid a price for them. And they're, they're not perfect. I mean, I've never seen a kid that's perfect. How many have perfect kids? 
They drive you crazy. You think babies drive you crazy, you know, when they're little like that, and then you, you have to walk around because you know if they go this way, you're there, and if they go this way, you're there, and they go backwards, you're there, and if they falling over, you're right here. Well, that's easy, but when they have their own mind and want to do their own thing when they're 18, and all of a sudden 16, and they're so in love, they say, I found the king of kings. No, that's not the king. That is no king. Come on, somebody, that is no king. He's only after the woman and trying to destroy everything that's here. But thank God that you have them. Thank God for those trials. We're bringing up children, bringing them up to the church and bringing them to grow up in the things of God and restore the whole life. You just put the reference point right in front of the devil. You will not steal my kids. Abortion. So if you had an abortion, don't feel bad. You didn't know any better. You didn't know any better. You just thought you were never going to be able. God has a way of giving you new children and restoring everything that the enemy has tried to destroy. So what are they fighting for now? It's abortion. That's what they're fighting for. But legally, legally, every state has the right to, do, to choose what they want to do in every state. That was the beginning of the Constitution, that every state had the authority to choose it, to want it, or to let it go. But now they want to stuff it down our throats so that we could all start thinking alike. Well, I think that maybe, you know, sometimes you lose a baby, you know, and that's harsh. That's, that's bad, you know. So Jesus came to establish the reference points and to judge confusion. He came to establish the reference points and to judge confusion. That's what he came to do. When he came on this earth as a baby, born in that major, no, nobody knew that he was the king of kings because he lived very humbly. And yet he became who God wanted him to be. And he showed us, and if you read the scriptures, constantly showed us that he always stood up for what was right, even if they didn't like him. In the book of Matthew chapter 21, verse 12, I believe. And Jesus went unto the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and bought in the temple, overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves, and said unto them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you have made it into the a den of thieves. He walked into that flea market and says, Hey, you're this is the house of God. Why are you selling here, selling this and selling that? And he took a whip and started whipping everybody out. Yeah, sweet Jesus started whipping everybody out. Come on, somebody. Sweet Jesus started whipping everybody out. Sometimes we think that you as Christians, you've got to be some kind of sissies. You're not sissies. You're the reference point of God and you can stand for the Lord and you can say, this is what's right. And if you don't like it, it's too bad. But once you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And when it sets you free, you become a total different person. Jesus was saying, you Gentiles have turned the place into a den of thieves and you destroyed the reference point of the house of God. To me, I'm very conscious of the church all the time. I have a consul. They set my, my salary. We set everything my council knows everything about what's going on. 
And I am very, very, very true to it. Because I understand that dealing with money and dealing with everything has to bring a testimony on the earth. And it has to bring a testimony to everybody that's sitting here. We are doing things that are way beyond us. And God has blessed this church so much. And I am not going to ruin what God has placed in my hands. Because... <clears throat> because to me, I fought for it. I fought for it. And I lost things for it. And I'd be an idiot to throw it away. Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> Jesus said to the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelations, the last church, I would that you were hot or cold, but not confused. Confusion comes in with either hot or cold. One day you're hot, one day you're cold. One hot, day you're, it says, stop all that nonsense because you're destroying the reference point. The reference point of living for God. You know me, I can, I can be around crazy people all the time. I live among crazy people and I, I live, you know, crazy, crazy time. I can tell you stories that you'll freak out. But I've learned that I have to stand my ground regardless of what people are doing. And even if they point the finger, oh, you're too holy. I really don't care. I'm not serving you. I'm serving God, who I'm going to have to answer to. And, and, and that's the way all of us should be living. Not only the pastor, all of us should be living. I don't care what you think of me. I serve a God. I love you. I'm kind to you. I ain't going to talk bad about you or anything. I'm just going to move on for God. That's it. That's it. I, that's, I'm going to be that testimony that God wants me to be. But I'm not going to live confused. When Jesus turned around over to the fig tree, he cursed the fig tree because the reference point was to be fruitful, a fruitful, a fruitful tree. And the, that's in the book of Matthew 21, verse 19. A fruitful tree. If God created a tree to be a fig tree, let it be a fig tree. If God created a tree to be a nutty tree, let it be a nutty tree, whatever that is. A, nut, a tree of nuts, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, but there's a lot of people walking around acting like Christians, but are not living what they should be living. They're just play actors, that's what the Greek brings out, where you just get that little mask and it's cut out and you play act. Play act. When you're a demon, but you're playing act. Put it away, surrender to God, and let God do what he's going to do in your life. And there is, there is no compromise. A leader cannot be a compromiser. A follower will reflect if you're compromising. If you're getting high as a leader, you will reflect it in everybody else. If you're getting high as a, uh, the man of the house, your whole house will start doing the same thing. If you got fleas, they will multiply. They will multiply because there's compromise there. Instead of setting up a standard, no, we're not going to do it this way. We're going to do it this way because this is God's way. We are not going to be hypocrites, play acting with masks. Look at what Jesus said about 
the scribes and the Pharisees in Matthew 23, verse 11. But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, for you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For either you neither go in yourself and neither suffer them that are entered to go in. Wow, what a statement. He called the scribes and the Pharisees the religious leaders because they were shutting the doors of people going into the things of God because they were not living it. And that's the way it is. When you're not living it, you become a shut door for everybody else. You will not allow anybody else to know the truth because you're living a lie and you're, co you're compromising and you're allowing yourself to be confused to do whatever you want to do. Five times Jesus said, Jesus judged them because they were destroying the reference point. Whoa, 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 he said. You're destroying the reference point. You're becoming an instrument of evil instead of an instrument of good. What's the first thing you got to learn to be a Christian? It's when they tell you, stop doing that. It's like the homes. We got the homes. Look at all the homes, right? Okay, we got them. Now, 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 if they get rebellious, I'm kicking them out. If they're acting stupid, you're out of here. I ain't putting with none, none of your nonsense unless you have a heart that you want to grow in the Lord. And when you want to grow in the Lord, hey, I want to help you grow in the Lord. But if you want to be stupid, then go be stupid over there, but not stupid here. That's the way it should be. Especially in the girl's home. The girl's home is worse than the man. Oh, man. I was on the men's home and, and Stella came to visit me, you know. And, and she came and she said to me, she was real nice and everything. And then she sat right next to me. And with the, I asked permission from the home director. She would sit there and she wasn't safe, you know. And I had just had an experience with God. And, you know, I, I'm lifting up my hands because everybody's praising God. And all of a sudden Stella tells her, you hypocrite, look at the way you're acting. You're such a fool. And she said some other bad words and everything. And, and I, 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 I felt like socking her. I, just, I, I was going to ask permission, God, give me a, let, me, let me give her a right hook. Boom. And just was going. So instead of that, I asked God, Lord, put a wall between us. Please, because I don't want to be evil. I just started. I don't want to be evil. Then I felt the wall go up, and I could hear like a little mouse, quick, quick, quick. I said, thank you, Jesus. Keep this wall up. And then she got safe. Why? Because I stood my ground. I wasn't a sissy bowing down to my wife for the gospel's sake. Stop being controlled by a wife. Serve the Lord. And the wife, and the wife starts serving the Lord. What's the big deal? When he gets better, you get blessed. When he gets better, you get really blessed. And when he gets blessed, you get doubly blessed because you're serving God. The same one works in our marriages. If you serve God with all your heart, the wife, the family gets, gets blessed totally, totally. And I'm not saying that if you're married, divorced. I'm not talking about none of that. I don't believe in divorce, so don't do that, you know. 
So I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about making the right choices and telling the devil of confusion, get out of my house. That's what I'm saying. And so many times I found Stella in the closet praying for me. God, protect my husband. But she wasn't like that all the time. Don't let that, that sweet lady deceive you that she was so sweet, Sally. Uh, uh, uh. One day she was going to stab me. Lucky I woke up and my, that knife was right in front of me. I said, oh, what are you doing? You hurt me and I was going to kill you. Thank God that I woke up. Sweet people don't mean that they're weak people. Good people doesn't mean that you're weak. It means that you're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. It means that you live for God regardless of what's going on. That's what it means, that you have this body under control and that you're not allowing confusion to destroy your life. You become an instrument of God. Look at that. Let me read 1 Corinthians 4, 14, verse 33. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. God is not the author of confusion. Let me say it again. God is not the author of confusion. God doesn't confuse you. The devil confuses you. That's the one you got to attack. Come on, if you're a fiery person that knows how to pray, you bind that demon in the name of Jesus. You're not going to live in my house. You're not going to live here as a strong person. I'm going to destroy every wicked thing that comes into my house. And that's the way you cannot, let me insert that, you cannot be a 007, a secret agent. God wants you to be a man and a woman of God and stop throwing pity parties. You know Jezebel knows how to throw pity parties? Oh, she knew how to control, what was his name? Ahab. Ahab. He, he knew how to control Ahab. Well, the prophets over there are doing this and that and then destroying the camp. And Well, I'll go get him. But then once he, he said that, she would take the reins. He was just a voice of giving permission. She would be the killer. You better be careful with that spirit of Jezebel. Because Jezebel just rules. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a female. She's wicked. It's a demon that takes over your life. Ladies, you've got to put on the full armor of God. You've got to be dressed up and say, God, change the way that I think. And the men, too. Got to have some balls, brother. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You got too many wimps. Gotta be a man. Stand up for Christ. Stand up and be the warrior that God called you to be. Stop compromising and start standing for what's right before God. That's what God needs. We're not living in these little bony little days. We're living in the last days and it's about to get worse. Can thank God for that one, Phil. <laughs> Jesus was always taking his testimony publicly. 
He wasn't a 007. He put himself out there. When he was baptized, when he started witnessing publicly, and when he died publicly. He wasn't a 007. He was testifying wherever he went. If he went to the jobs, if he went to the schools, if he was with the family, he was always standing up. Right now, we got people that don't want to say nothing about Jesus because everybody would get so offended and they want to report you. Who cares? We're all going to die. And we're going to give account for what we did for Jesus. So we need to be bold in these last days because the spirit of confusion has come in to change every reference point that God placed on the earth. That's what he's doing. You're going to turn on your TV now and you're going to see it. Let me tell you something. There is nothing better than a good marriage. And I know there's no perfect marriages, but you know, you have your fights, you have your ups and downs, but stick it out. Because when you get older, you're going to say, viejita, I'm so glad you got on my case when I was younger. I'm so glad you told me the truth. And the viejita will say, I'll hit you again if I have to. <laughs> I've seen some tough ladies. that they, they're, they're tough. But I've seen some tough men that stand up and say, you know what? Because he reflects what he is in the woman. But if you got a husband that is weak and you're strong, you're going to have to help him. It's backwards. It should be that the man is the man of the house. And I'm not saying a, a dictator. I'm saying just a good, healthy man that loves you for who you are. Yeah. Because some of your husbands, you know, I know some of them are not safe, but he's been good to you. Keep praying for him. He'll come around. God's going to get him. If he thinks he's bigger than God, he's, I've got news for you. You're going down like all the rest of us. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But the temptation that we have is to take our eyes off of God and off of the, his holiness and make us into, and when we do that, it makes us into regular men. We can't be regular men, men. We can't be regular ladies. You can't be a regular lady. You gotta be a supernatural lady. A supernatural lady. Don't, don't be the Yorona of the house. Unless you're gonna be the Yorona in your closet, that's where you belong, crying there, asking God for everything that needs to be done because you're standing up for what is right. What is the eleven? What is the eleven commandment, church? What is it? After knowing all ten, thou shalt not be stupid. In Spanish, no seas pendejo. I I speak Chinese too, too. One time. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's about it. So all of us, listen to me, all of us need to stand as a reference point. And don't get tired because there'll be times, there'll be times that it gets hard. But just keep walking forward. 
and God creates a new you. As you're walking forward, you turn back and you say, wow, I made that one, I made the other one, and I made the other one, and I made the other one, and look at me now. I am really moving forward. And that's what God wants. There's nothing like seeing elderly people still married, holding hands. And I met a lot of them. And I'm telling you, thank God that those reference points are still there. They help us see what we're going to become and make us better. Yeah. I'm sorry that I cursed in this message. But I really don't care. (laughs) It was nothing bad. (laughs) Come on, give Jesus a clap of it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're here tonight, this morning, I want to tell you, are you saved? Are you born again? Because if you're not born again, you're just a reference point that is going nowhere. But right now, you've got to learn that you, you were born with the original sin of Adam and Eve. And the only one that can forgive that is not me. It's God himself. So I'm here to say to you, we love you. But there's a thing that longs, it longs inside of you to have the truth inside of you. If there's something that God placed there that is empty and you need it filled. Not with religion, not with tradition, but just the Holy Spirit coming into your heart. That's the main thing. If you say, Pastor Ruben, that's me, I want you to lift up your hand because I want, to, I want you to say a prayer with me. And we, I want to secure you. Okay, I see that hand. Anybody else, real quickly? I want to secure you. Come on, lift up your hand. Don't be afraid. Okay, you guys, okay, I got it. Somebody else, real quickly? Real quickly? Anybody else in Sinner's Row? Yeah, over there. Way in the back in the dark, you know how it is. I see those hands. Anybody else? Maybe you're a backslider and God wants you back. I want you to lift up your hands like that. And I want you to say a prayer with me. Would you say it with me? And this is between you and God. And mean it when you say it. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all of my sins and the original sin. Take it away from me now and fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life, in Jesus' name. I thank you for saving me today. Now just close your eyes. I'm going to say a prayer. God knows who you are. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for my brothers and my sisters. I pray that they will be brand new, that the Lord, you will start a work, and that they will be changed by the power of God and release your anointing upon them. In Jesus' name I ask, Father. Amen and amen. Listen, you said that prayer, come and see Pastor Soto or Pastor Ruben, uh, Pastor Jason, and just talk to us. Tell us, tell us that you said that prayer. We're going to have communion this morning, and we're going to believe God for good things. Can you say amen? Can you give Jesus a clap offering as the musicians come up? <clears throat> Next week, I'll continue. And a couple of more things that I need to cover.